Season 11, Episode 6. Yes, Episode 6 already in the final season of Walking Dead, titled On the Inside. Very, very interesting episode. This is Talking Walking Dead. Welcome to it. Myself, Jeff Fisher, Jason Buttrell, and Maximus Fisher. The IMDb description for this week's episode, Escaping from Walkers. Connie and Virgil hide in a house occupied by mysterious creatures. Pope tests Daryl's loyalty to the Reapers with a conflicting mission, and Kelly leaves Alexandria in search of Connie. I uh, enjoyed parts of this episode. Other parts seemed, yeah. but uh, Jason Maximus, Jason will, you know, a quick recap. How'd you like it? Uh, oh boy. Let me, okay. So you, oh, I boy. think you had this, I preconceived idea of probably how I would think about this episode. Cause well, I all, did as well. First I of didn't... all, don't tell me how I think. <laughs> 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 no, I can imagine you and Max sit on the couch going, Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> The thrashing that Jason's gonna get us <laughs> that was like how I went into it. And so like I uh I watched it last night. I've been watching them earlier in the week, but I watched this one last night and I had to pause it at the very beginning because I was like, Holy crap, I think I like it. And I was I was trying to figure out why. And I so I like I just started writing notes right from the very beginning. It completely wow. took me by surprise. Um, this was the only episode like this that I think I've ever liked in the history of Walking Dead. Like a, an episode that I didn't think was going to have anything to do with the story, right? Right. But there might be parts that actually do, which we can get into later. But I enjoyed this. It felt like a yeah. horror movie. Like it felt like a blend of multiple horror movies all stuck together. Yeah. Which I dug. Yeah, I I really liked this episode. Especially surprised. Oh, come on. <laughs> I've said episodes I don't like. Uh, with especially the with the house and the uh, uh, the ferals, mysterious creatures, the, the ferals or the mysterious creatures, whatever you want to call them. But uh, yeah, that was really good. The stuff with the Reapers was OK, but uh, yeah, it was it was enjoyable. Yeah, that the house was like the first thing that you, it's funny you mentioned that because like they're running away from the walkers. They yeah. see that house and like. Instantly, I paused it and I was like, "What does this remind me of?" And have you seen that commercial where it's this hilarious commercial? I think yes. it's like where yes. it's like I love like commercial. where do you want to go? Where, where should we go? Let's hide behind the chainsaws. And they're like, "Yeah, it's a great <laughs> idea. Let's hide behind the chainsaws." So and they're like, "Let's pick the scariest house in the entire United States where Dracula is surely inside. Let's go in there. Perfect idea." It's just so, and Connie, you know, the thing that I loved about it was that as they're looking for which way to go, being chased, Virgil, who, you know, it's weird to see Virgil with Connie out there, uh, you know, making a comeback. Uh, and <laughs> Connie knows, no, we're not going to this stupid house. No, no. And of course, we go to the house. 
Connie is the one person following the rules of horror movies. Like, you don't go off by yourself. No. You sure as God don't have sex in the episode. <laughs> you're going to die. Um, you're not the jock and you're not the bimbo. Those both that never die. And you yeah. don't go to the house that looks like that. <laughs> Those no, are right? just the rules. Those are the rules. <laughs> Those are the rules. So I didn't, I did enjoy also the, you know, we did, you know, obviously we got to look, uh, we didn't go to, um, we didn't go to the Commonwealth, the Commonwealth, but we did get a look at everybody else pretty much, which was, which was nice. That, that was nice. Um, I, I, everybody loved the, you know, mysterious people, the ferals in the house. You know, you originally think it's one guy creeping through the walls and, you know, then we find out uh, that it's, you know, a whole family or, you know, some old cult that never left the house and ended up, you know, inside this house and knew that they couldn't eat walkers, but they were surviving on people, which was great. Connie through the house was awesome. Awesome. Uh, I, I really, I think that, the uh they should have done a little bit more than they did of experiencing the episode through connie when the uh we joked around or at least i did off the air about the connie scenes and no audio but it was awesome uh that was really really good i don't care about the ferals i mean the scary person or persons behind the walls in this house was an added bonus but the scenes where they go from sound to Connie, experiencing it through her eyes, were, were awesome. Oh, yeah. I love that. I completely agree. And yeah, I just want to, you know, talking about that entire scene where Connie's running around. I was trying to battle in my, I was battling with, with my own thoughts in my head. Like I was trying to figure out what, what movie they were copying or what genre they were copying. I didn't really care because it was working. Right. But, my first thought was like, this is like a George Romero, you know, zombie flick where they have to run to a house and hide from them. It felt like that. Then like an Alfred Hitchcock, I don't know, like Stephen, uh, something strange with, you know, all the, the I was like, I, I actually said at any moment, I expect to see a trap door or a false room. And then the wall slid behind her. Yeah. And I was like, dude, yeah. this is like right <laughs> on the money. The eyes scratched out. That's what reminded me of like Stephen King or something like yeah. that. Um, but yeah, that what you're talking about with the uh, shifting it from her perspective. I remember she crawled into a like a vent a ventilation shaft or yeah, something. She, that's after she went downstairs and found the eating room. Yeah, you know, with all the bones, and she realized right. that they'd been eating humans. Right. Uh, now I say they. I don't know that she knew it was they yet. They uh, no, she didn't they know. Still, it was they yeah. just the one person. Yeah. But at that one point, I was like. I was like, oh, my gosh, she's not even looking behind her. She can't hear if he's, like, crawling up after her. And so you started getting, right. like, tense for her. I was like, right. well done. I was like, And, and she job. said, she said in an interview on a show that I happened to watch that, you know, might come on after the show. And uh, <laughs> she's, she, was on the, uh, she was on the show that follows Walking Dead. And uh, she said that when she was reading the script and they were, were going through it, she told Nicotero that that's not how I would do it. The original script had her walking through the hallway and just kind of, you know, uh, looking at the doors and stuff. And she was like, no way. I would be going against the walls so that I could feel them and be able to look what's behind me, what's mm. in front of me, what's above me. You know what I mean? That makes it more through her eyes. 
And that was really like, good. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that was a good move. Yeah. And not surprisingly, this episode was directed by Nicotero. He loves doing horror stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it was really good. I wish they would have in the end after they, uh, as we're, you know, just talking about the Connie Virgil scenes at the house. Um, and you know, that was interesting, their interaction, uh, Connie and Virgil and the interaction between the, uh, you know, mysterious people, the ferals, um, you know, the scene where she's in the wall and the one is sneaking up behind. That was amazing. Great. That was yeah. awesome. Really great. So that, that, that's when we've learned about the, well, I guess you the feral or whatever. I, I instantly, again, I was like, oh, now they're doing another movie. I thought they were doing Hills Have right. Eyes. That, that's where I, <laughs> right. you've seen that. Right. And I was like, dude, it, it almost felt like a love letter from Nicotero just to the, his favorite horror yeah, you know, sure genres. Just, you know what? Like, it wouldn't surprise me if that was the case. Right? I mean, that's yeah. what it felt like. I, he was just paying homage through this one show. Was, that's why I, that is why I loved this episode. This might have been my yes. favorite episode. Of yes, the it was really good. I wish they would have. The only, my only disappointment with the Connie scene at the house was when she realizes the only way out is to let the walkers in, right? So she covers herself in goo. I, she probably should have put some on Virgil, but doesn't. Just, you know, go hides him up against the wall behind her, which I don't know that that actually would have worked in real life, but it did in the show. And, uh, and the walkers came in to take down the ferals, right? Which was awesome, a great scene. I wish that scene... As with all the noise and the fighting and the growling of the walkers, I wish as soon as she opened the door to let the walkers in, that we would have gone back to seeing that scene through her eyes. Dead yeah. silence. Just watching the horror of the walkers eating the ferals and the fight between the ferals and the walkers through her eyes. Dead silence. Oh, that would have been cool. I wish that. Yeah, I think that would have been really cool. I mean, you know, I realize that Nicotero really doesn't understand the process and you know, <laughs> should have should have called me. Uh, you know, to get get it right. I got it. You know, Greg, call me anytime. I just wish that would have been it. Would have been an added bonus for me. It was interesting actually having Virgil in an episode again. Last time we saw him was when he picked up Connie, but the last time we really saw him was the Michonne episode. Yeah. When he uh, was drugging those people. <laughs> right. And we saw it uh, in this episode where he, you know, after at toward the end when he went to, you know, Connie confession and, uh, you know, started realizing that his, you know, I've done bad things. OK. Yeah, we all have. bro. Yeah. yeah but the but, interaction between them. Actually, let me go back a second. I will. I, I really want. I just want to clarify something you said. She didn't even have to put on the uh, zombie guts. She could have went to Party City and just got a fa you know a scary looking mask, <laughs> like maybe one of those screen masks or something. Right. Because that's apparently all you need to do to, to fool the zombies. Put one of those on and walk slow. No, 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 no. You have to cut off their face. That's the rule. You have to cut off their face. Oh, it's got to oh, be that, a walker does it? face. Okay. Yeah, it's got to. It's got to already be a walker face. Instantly, they th oh, this is one of uh, this is one of the boys. This is one of ours. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> um, what was funny. I, I I wrote down in my notes uh, the notebook uh, that had Michonne's name in it. And I was like, I stopped again and paused. And I was like, holy crap, am I going to have to eat crow when I said that the Connie storyline wouldn't lead to further advancement of the great right. story arc? Right. And I was like, crap. I didn't even think about that. Right. But in the, this... in the, that was in the orange backpack, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. We saw the orange backpack again. <laughs> so how do you not explore that with the main group that, oh, he knew he knew about Michonne. Oh, she was going to find Rick and she was following a lead that Rick might be alive. 
Yeah. How does that not get out unless this dude who, dies on the way over there? Which... The only one who knew that was Judith. Judith knows Michonne is looking for her dad, but he she never told anybody. Yeah. But right. and but this guy has direct proof that he right. might be alive. Yeah. And he's now he didn't in the show that follows, they do a, a segment called uh, In Memoriam, and they show you all the people that died in the episode. And he didn't make that up, he didn't make that cut. So he's technically still alive. Now, whether you're right, does he, you know, does he make the segment next week or the week after? Because then he isn't able to make that connection. All we have is the the notebook, right? And well, I guess Connie, right? It's her notebook. Oh, yeah, it's hers. Uh, that that would be, I would be so pissed if he dies without at least one last deathbed remark that, oh, you know, she found this thing on that ship that she was like, this points to Rick, you know, or something right. like that. Right. And, up, oh. oh, sorry. But uh, one thing that I'm excited about that hopefully that happens, but one thing I just find it funny how as soon as going to the other group, who was specifically Kelly when she ran out of the camp, um to find her when she found out Connie was might have been alive. She finds their old camp and she finds the orange backpack. Right. That's what the note was in, right? Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is I was like, Kelly, don't put that on. You'll die if you do. Yeah, the orange backpack means death. If you're wear <laughs> if you're wearing it, that's death. Everybody Most- who has worn that backpack has died. Most of the uh, Kelly stuff just kind of annoys me really. I've never really no, been into okay. the character. We'll, we'll get to that. I mean I, I but- as long- Go ahead. But I will say that <laughs> when oh, she no. finally found her sister, I'm a sucker for those reuniting scenes. You know what I mean? Especially I like with Dunwell. I do like them too if they're done. Like, well. like Game of Thrones had some good ones, like the time Jon Snow and Sansa yeah. first meet yeah. back. I mean, that, that that stuff really gets me. I don't that know why. Is, uh, that that you're right. Uh, but you know, and and it's it's nice to have in the chaos as they're going into the house and freeing them and. And Kelly sees Connie and that whole scene. Ugh. Yeah, I got it. It was good. I like oh, that. Oh, God. <laughs> Jason, some fun fact about that scene. Um, I believe they filmed that scene in one take. And the, and the actress who plays Connie actually said, would there be any chance I don't see Angel Theory, the actress who plays Kelly, until we shoot that scene? To make it even better, because they hadn't seen each other in months for filming, so it'd be better of a real reaction if they don't see each other on the whole set until they film that scene. Wait, yeah. what's her name? Angel Theory. That's the actress who plays Kelly. That's got to be fake. That's got to be a stage name. No, that's her. That's her name. <laughs> Not believing it. <laughs> <laughs> she was born as Thaddeus. Oh, but, come and, on, not this again. <laughs> I proved this to you on air. <laughs> Just a joke, like, no. So, anyway, that was, I mean, it was awesome, right? I mean, that was absolutely, those those scenes were great, no question. Um, just the, you know, the one at the end that I, I could have made it better, but it was still still worthy. Um, and it was fascinating to think that, uh, you know, the these people existed in this house for all this time. I mean, we're... I mean, we're down the road a ways in the in the, pan, in the pandemic, right? In the worldwide pandemic of of Walking Dead world. I mean, we're at least ten years, right? Probably more. And these people have been surviving in this house on real people coming in, and uh, you know, thinking they're going to be safe. Nope. Your yes. dinner. 
So well, here's I, the thing too. They yeah. said they said they were being followed in the beginning. Remember? So they probably left the house to hunt, and then they then they brought them to the house. Oh, that's possible. So yeah, he said that. So was she was um she was carrying around that little map. Was that was that map like a plant from the feral people? Because the guy said, "Wow, I've never seen anything like this. We were basically herded towards this direction." I think she might have been drawing that map, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought I it was her. I thought it was her that made the map, but I, I don't know. But you're, I, but I love the idea of them herding people to the house. That's what the Farrells were doing, right? Yeah, yeah, I love that idea, and driving people there. Then that's why they were, you know, that's why they ended up crawling around like wolves or whatever animal you want to call them, so that you know that kept them away from the walkers. Yeah, I didn't know what to think when I first saw the one that one scene when he was crawling up behind her and then was chasing her on all yeah. fours. I was like, my first thought was like, again, it was like the hills have eyes, but also like, you know, like those, you know, those people that grow up in captivity or they grow up with wolves yes. or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. That, that's what it seemed like. I, I thought it, and that made a lot more sense for just one person. I kind of, I kind of, when there was tons of them, I was like, eh. it was only four. Well, that's from tons. what I know, it was only four. Yeah. yeah they weren't Jeez, saying it looked that like a lot be, more. They were being chased. Oh, there's only four. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're fine in their house and their rules. I mean, I, I really did enjoy the, uh, I, I love the, the Connie scenes through her eyes and no audio, just the scenes. Um, really good. Really good call. I love that. Now, let's get to the Reaper world. Ooh, okay. Um, Daryl and the Reapers. Daryl and the Reapers. Not the band, just the show. Um, <laughs> the, uh, that actually just sound like a band name. <laughs> uh, I know that's why. I <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, 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 oh. Really? Uh, yes. Come on. I've, I, the Reapers aren't even scary. I've had enough. We get time to move on. Daryl needs to kill them and move on. They're not scary. I, I was glad to get the update. I guess because I'm just oh, interested yeah. on how he's going to get away and how they're going to solve this problem. Um. One of the things that was annoying me, I don't know, like, so Daryl in the torture scene gave that guy, he was basically almost just saying it right out in the open. Yeah. Give me something, not something, something, but give me something so that we can buy some time here. But the guy gave him everything in the, in that torture scene. So I was kind of dumbfounded on why he pinpointed their exact location. I don't know. Um, I think from what they said on the show that comes on after Daryl was like mini communicating with him because he kind of knows him like, Hey, just tell me it and I'll figure something That's out. That's exactly. Yeah. That was yeah, obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. that was obvious. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and it was, and, and it obviously was obvious to whatever is, what's his face? The head of the Reapers. Oh, Pope. Yeah. Pope. Um, you know, it was obvious to him, right? Cause at the end we come back after the search and we got a, we got a glimpse of, Maggie and Negan and uh, Preacher Man, uh, we got a glimpse of them in, down in the down in the hole, right? Because Maggie got the sign from Daryl with the moving of the wires. <laughs> 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 the silent message. Yeah, I, I he, I, I was glad that they showed that. I, it looked like Maggie saw that Daryl saw them down there, and uh, yes. and then it yeah. and. and then, and that for them to hear Daryl obviously getting in, you know, intelligence out of that, like you've got 20 people back at the compound, you know, all these things. So 
he is playing a valuable role. It's a very dangerous game for him, obviously. You are kidding. Oh, this is so dangerous for him. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. I, I was. I when the show ended, I was like, "What does Pope know?" Because what he was doing was so obvious. It almost seemed like he doesn't really know, and he's just playing mind games. Yeah. Because so, give me a break. Like, yeah, come here, come up with me, and talk to you for a second. And then, right. you know, and they turn back like little, like, <laughs> like junior high school girls and be like, yes, <laughs> you're like, okay. oh, shut up. Right. Like, can't believe what you're wearing. That's that's clearly just a just a screw with Daryl and his girlfriend. I, I don't know. I don't I don't really buy that. This guy, like, just completely told everything. You know, he, he was being such a badass before. I, I don't I just don't right. buy oh, frost. That. Yeah. 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 I don't buy that. He spilled everything and. You know, told on Daryl. I'm just not buying it. Yeah, I, 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 maybe, maybe he didn't. Maybe he did. I, I honestly have no clue. I hope he didn't. <laughs> but there isn't. I mean, how many Reapers are there? We're right. We know that there's what twenty, twenty five, twenty six. Because there was twenty. Daryl said twenty back at the camp. Plus their little group there. That so looking. why not just kill the group that was with them. They went out with four or five people, just kill them and let's move on. And you can tell you, you can save the woman for last and say, look, you can still be my woman or I'm going to put this knife in your heart. And we're going to end it. Cause I've had just about enough. You're uh, longing I, for the Rick days. That would have happened. <laughs> under Rick. Except Rick's down in that basement. He's like coming up with a plan. He's like, let's flank them and come around this side and you go that way. And it wouldn't have been a problem. Not, they sneak out and then sneak away. No. Here's yeah. the thing, Jason and Dad. Um, <coughs> these people are also highly trained military. These are Jason. These are you. These are so, you. These yeah, are but you. our guys have been mercenaries through Thank what you. three We're different wars. Thank yeah, you. they're the equivalent at this point. They took out the governor. They took out uh, the saviors. They took out the whisperer. Right. They've got some training under their belt. Yes, they've, <laughs> they've got life skills, man. That's that's happened all over all these years. I mean, yes. case in point, Daryl now is the equivalent of a military interrogator, and he just picked that stuff OJT. He's like, <laughs> I got this. I like, and he's already a good tracker because he used to hunt. <laughs> yeah, D- Daryl is like a. Uh, yeah, he's like a Delta Force commando, right? <laughs> right. So, I mean, they, they have they got we got skills too, baby. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. And yet they sneak off. I, I don't know. Okay, whatever. It's fine. Oh, that was a fun scene with uh Daryl arguing with that one guy, and then Lee is just like, enough, <laughs> right? Well, it is at one point. I mean, with the guy not believing Daryl, I'm kind of with him. He's like, okay, enough. Chirp, chirp, chirp. You know, that's enough. You're just, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not buying it. So, and the woman, what's her name? Leah, mm-hmm. the old girlfriend. Um, she's, we've, I had enough of her. She's not the same the girl that Daryl fell in love with back at the house with the dog playing, playing house. She's, you know, she's back to being her original self. And that, that's, she's not coming back. She's not coming back to that. I'm I'm not sure if I agree with that. I, I don't know. They're they're clearly setting up conflict with the uh with the you know the guy they kill uh Pope killed by sticking his head in the fire. Right. There were some looks there between several of them, and then that scene where Pope's like, come on, and he starts talking like a schoolgirl with that dude. She had like legitimate there was conflict in her head. You could tell just the way she was looking well, that, around. I mean- that would have been that would have been uh, uh, amplified by uh, uh, when she left the first time, right, and came back. And so now it's uh, it's even more so. Like mm-hmm. that's why I left. Right, and then when she said, uh, 
And when she told that guy, what was what's his name, Max? The uh, chirp, 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 chirp guy. Carver? Carver. Carver. Yeah, I think Carver. Um, whoa! I knew a name before you did. Oh, this is a moment. What the heck day. is going on? Mark the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Um, when uh, she was when she was talking to him and uh, saying, you know. She mentioned that that specific thing, like, oh, when you when uh, Pope locked me in the in the in the building and set it on fire, did you know that he was going to do that? Like, so she's not happy with that either. Right. So there's all these things are building up. I don't know. I I could see a right. You know, a plot line where because right, her and yeah, Daryl both escape. Yes, because yeah, that's a that's kind of that's a good point. Because if she didn't know that, then she knows now that Pope was willing to sacrifice her for the greater good. Yeah. Or for what his perceived greater good, and that's you know that's never good when you learn that, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's not. Wait, then, you were then okay. You gotta, you're then you okay gotta be burning up. <laughs> um, they're so they're setting up a Daryl, Leah, Connie love triangle. I was about to mention. <laughs> Come on, now we're getting into some some Walking Dead business. That's what I'm, <laughs> I am a fan. <laughs> I mean, that's the end of the show, right that's... there. <laughs> We're done. We've got the triangle and just a little bit of love business. Well, actually, yes. before we do, Jason, your girls were in this episode, Rosita and Magna. <laughs> I know. Keep keep uh, that team going. I'm loving it. That's awesome. I'm so... thinking maybe slow scenes, walking. It's full on raining. You know, <laughs> just like oh, of course. Let's I do mean, it. I gotta tell you. If you want to get into a powerful scene, would be the business scene through the eyes of Connie with just dead silence. (laughs) (laughs) It turns into into business scene. I'm all for it. I think you should submit both those ideas: one (laughs) fighting walkers with her from her perspective, and then that one. And I don't know. I know. See what kind of movement we can get here. I I mean, even if it doesn't make the cut, we could still film it. All right, so we have two more episodes left. <laughs> this got, year uh, we have. Oh. I know two episodes left, seven and eight in twenty twenty one. It's been a it's been a fun ride so far, really. Yeah, um, and even making a believer out of me out of an episode that I did not expect coming way out of left field. I mean, keep having Nicotero direct, and maybe I won't mind so much if some of these stories aren't looking like they're pushing towards the greater plot line. Right. So next week, we have uh, an episode called Promises Broken. Maggie and Elijah learn a new survival tactic from Negan. So we'll be back to, we get a little episode of Negan and Maggie trying to work it out. I hope we uh, we get past that soon. So we just have to, you know, live with each other. Eugene Group clears the walkers to pay their fines. Oh, yeah. And uh, Yumiko interviews for an upper-class job. Daryl learns more about Leah and the Reapers. Gabriel encounters Man of God. So, I wow. mean... That's a busy show. Yeah, that's good. that's a busy one, which will be enjoyable because we'll be we'll flip around and we'll get uh, we'll get some actions moving the show forward. Thanks for listening to uh, Talking Walking Dead. Be sure to subscribe to Chewing the Fat if you uh, if you want to be alerted every time that uh, Talking Walking Dead uh, drops, which is you know every Monday. And uh, for sure, listen to Chewing the Fat. I mean, if you're not a subscriber, what are you doing with your life? Jason Buttrell, Maximus Fisher. Myself, Jeff Fisher. Thanks for listening to Talking Walking Dead. 